Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. out for college football as you know it. This weekend is kind of it for a lot of what we uh, understand of our great sport. I'm Michael Borkey's Brian Haydad at Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday in the Pearl River Resort studio. Be a part of the show. We'd love to have you. The ceasefire text line is open. 601-879-4395. Send us a text. We'll probably read it on the air. And no, guy that keeps sending me DMs, I will not unblock you from the vulgarity that you put on the text line. You can keep sending me DMs and asking. The answer is still going to be no. Anyway, he, he gets what he gets. It is, it, is, it is Christmas, you know. It's a season to forgive. It, it is. Calendar turned to December today, and... This really is the end of certain things. Now, we're not doing the doom and gloom, oh, the portal is ruined in football forever. No, this is it's just going to look differently after this weekend moving forward. So, the SEC championship is going to continue, but it's not going to be the East and the West anymore. That, my friends, is gone. Ole Miss and Mississippi State played their final SEC West game a week ago. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that for some reason. I had media days on the brain, and I was just like, I got to pick one through sixteen next year. Yep, that is difficult. Like, what is the difference between six and twelve in, in a game? Yeah, that's going to be a heck of a. You know, I'm going to have to work. I already know who sixteen is going to be. I know who fifteen. I know is gonna sixteen. Be. And fi- I know fifteen is going to be, and I know who. I think I know who one, two, and three will be. I think I'm pretty I know sure I know who four, four will be. I think I know who fourteen is going to be. Also, I, I think I have a good idea who fourteen is going to be. I, I'm you not surprised. I think South Carolina. Yes, that's where I was. So my, my bottom three right now would be South Carolina, Arkansas, Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. My top three would be Georgia, Alabama, Texas. And I hope everybody's listening. I hope everybody's paying attention. But right now, Ole Miss will be fourth. I think so. And I think State is probably 12th. But until I know, I don't know what state is right this second. Yeah, who's going to play quarterback? Which makes that interesting. But I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Dude. But, but that's it's interesting. Yeah, like I feel like I'm pretty. I have a good handle on the top, and I have a good handle on the bottom. But the middle of it is going to be. I mean, what is Auburn? Auburn could be if they get the right quarterback, could be anywhere from like fourth to to eleventh. 
It makes me laugh because it's the same thing as last year. I think that they're going to get one better than Peyton Thorne, but every single quarterback that hits the portal, the reporting is like, expect Auburn to reach out. It's like, man, I've seen this story before. Grayson McCall hits the portal, yeah. expect Auburn to reach out. Cam Ward hits the portal, expect Auburn to reach out. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they need a quarterback, you know? It's kind of like if you don't have gas, you got to go to the gas station. They need a quarterback. Quarterback's in the portal. Expect Auburn to reach out. Grayson McCall, by the way, visiting NC State this uh, this weekend. So it's an interesting choice. Yeah, for for sure. But so divisions are gone. SEC East and West gone. Divisions across college football gone too. I mean, I was not going to make the Big Ten championship anymore. <laughs> it's not going to happen anymore. Uh, enjoy no. the Big Ten West and its disaster uh, that it has been. I mean, they were the legends and the leaders, and then they switched to East and West, and the West was, I mean, horrible. The, the best program in the West has been Iowa. Northwestern won it once. I mean, they put Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State all in the same division. Yeah, and, and look at how that worked out. That's going away. So that's number one. The Pac-12 plays their championship game tonight, and that's it. They're done. No that's- more Pac-12 football after tonight. I watched, there was a video somebody put out of, like, goodbye to the Pac-12. And, I mean, you don't realize how much history is going away. Yeah. You know? You think about all the Heisman Trophy winners and all the national champions. And never mind, like, the literal craziest play in college football history was oh, is a Pac-12 game. Band is out. The band is out on the field. You know, so many great moments, and they're just gone. For, for, for money, you know, what did I get? Everybody likes money. But there should there, there had to be a way. There had to be a way. I, whoever the, the, was the president of Utah, who's like we can get president more and, and ruin all this. That guy deserves to be deposed. Yeah, get him out. That so and let him lead a car wash. Pac-12 gone. Sunday at I so we'll know Sunday in the morning who the four teams are in the playoff, and then. They, they get so stupid. They announce it, I think it's at like 11, and then you have to wait mm-hmm. two and a half hours to figure out where your team's going to a bowl game. They do one through four, and then they talk about it for hours and then release the rest of the rankings. They'll do that Sunday, mm-hmm. and that'll be it for that. Yes. that That is our yeah. last final four that we're going to get is this Sunday. And then we find out, you know, for, from a local perspective, where Ole Miss is headed. Yeah. Most people seem to uh, apparently... Folks at Ole Miss are expecting Orlando to be the destination. Yeah, that's where I mean, just makes sense. I, I, it's it's gonna. I would be surprised if they jump Missouri and and the rest of those teams to get in. But yet, again, you you used this a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was a couple days ago. That they're ten and two. They're going to go to a Citrus Bowl that they've never been to. A chance, a, a real chance if they're playing Iowa, a real chance to be eleven and two. Yeah, but you can't sneeze at that. You can't. I know that not always you've played 12 games in regular season, but it would be the first 11-win season ever in program history. I mean, you can't just look at a historical yeah. season and be anything other than elated with how that went. But, yeah, this this is the final, final four. This is it. And then it expands over to 12. And then this is going to be the last time you're going to – usually it's been Oklahoma. I mean, basically every year it's Oklahoma playing in this game. But this is the last time you're going to see Texas in the Big 12. They, they play on Saturday, and when they beat Oklahoma State by 35, 
they're not in the Big 12 anymore. How, how hard would you laugh if the Texas, let's say they get in, they get into the Final Four, right? If they wore like an SEC patch. <laughs> if, if, especially if like <laughs> Georgia, if Georgia, they're playing Georgia first, and yeah, it's two SEC schools, oh my gosh. If I'm Sankey, I'm like, look, if I'm told Sankey, I'm like, look, whatever they find you, we'll, we'll pay it. Don't worry about it. It's totally worth it to us. Be a, a special troll job there. And that's it. And then uh, smaller things, too, like SMU was playing in the AAC championship game in New Orleans. By the way, sounds like Willie Fritz is going to go to Houston. Uh, Sounds like that's going to happen after this game. But SMU will be in the ACC after this. This is their last game in the AAC. They're moving over to the ACC because nothing screams Atlantic Coast like Dallas and Palo Alto and Berkeley, California. But... Correct. The the band is out on the field is now going to be a game featuring two Atlantic Coast Conference teams. One of the great moments in ACC history when Cal and Stanford played. The, remember John Elway back in that game? Incredible. You know they're going to do that crap too, right? Like tr- tradition lies in the ACC, and they're going to have that. And they're going to use that in their they highlight package. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the, the Big Ten is going to start claiming all the USC Heisman Trophy winners. You know, Reggie we have Bush, all these legendary Big Ten big, running back, Big Ten power back man, big time in it. <laughs> who who can forget those incredible Big Ten battles between USC and Michigan in the seventies? <laughs> but that is uh, that's where we are. Uh, you know, and, and I saw somebody. It was a column in AL dot com. I think Michael Casagrande wrote it about how uh, you know if you're not sad about the SEC on CBS going away, you should be and. Frankly, I'm not. I just I, I don't feel that way about it. But let's, I know people do. Let's just be honest. I, I, you know where the game, what the channel the game is played on is completely irrelevant to me. Yeah, I will miss the song. Mm-hmm. I will miss that. I will not miss Gary Danielson. I will not miss him. So, yeah, like it, it, it is it is irrelevant to me. Instead of you know, I'm an old school cable guy, right? So that means instead of at 2.30 typing in 1004, I will now do 1007. That is literally <laughs> the only difference next season for me. Yeah. That's, that's all I care about. You know, What channel is that on? But the SEC on CBS for the final time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And what has been the most network-friendly television deal in the history of television? <laughs> Uh, $55 million a year is all they paid for the SEC on CB. The best game and the best conference every single week is all they paid for it. And now it's up over $300 million. And that's even still probably cheap. Probably, yeah, you're still making money on that. It's crazy. Crazy world. College football, guys, as we know it, is uh, is going away. And, you know, there's new and exciting things to look forward to. I mean, if we're being honest, Ohio State at Outson Stadium sounds pretty sweet to me. But I, I am going to miss the Pac-12. I think that is a shame that it's going away. That that kind of stinks. Um, I'm excited about the 12-team playoff. I thought four was better an improvement on the BCS. But a lot of changes coming. And, uh, you know, it's okay to pour one out for what college football used to be and also be excited for what it will be we'll get to your text a good bit of them have come in during this when we come back also we had football last night in the nfl a great game and a ton of mississippi flavor including 
A learning of a new language to avoid getting fined. We'll tell you all about that when we come back at Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. It is December. Now, after Thanksgiving, I, you, nobody can complain at this point. I will not be loading the show down with Christmas music every segment every day. But it's December 1st. We need to give Mariah some love. Millions of dollars a year that woman makes on this song. All on its own. Great song, but... Yeah. It's kind of a lost art, isn't it? I mean, what, what's... Are there new, like, Christmas albums and stuff that have, like, done that's anything a, for you? It's a good point, right? Because, no. Like, right now, like, the only thing you ever get now are covers yeah. of Christmas songs. You, modernizations of Christmas songs. You know, they turn... Uh, Jingle bells into a rock song or to a country song or, or whatever it is, you know. But who? When's the last time somebody wrote an original Christmas carol that I know of? I mean, I'm sure there are some out there, but they're probably terrible. Probably, yeah. I've got the uh, the old school Rat Pack ready to go, but not yet. I I, yeah. I, I, pro- I mean, I've got some Buffett Christmas in here because it's Buffett Friday. But yeah, I'm not going to load the show down every day until we get much closer uh, to Christmas time. But uh, I had to do it. Shout out Mariah. Here's a good question on the text line. What do you think? Who wins the SEC first, Texas or Oklahoma, or somebody not named Alabama or Georgia? Texas, Oklahoma. Texas could win it next year. I think so, too. I think Texas is that answer, yeah. We're sure he's returning? Yeah, he said he was. I mean, he could change his mind, but he, he said that he was. Trying to think, like outside of you know, the, the 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 obvious answer is LSU, but I don't know, man. They have the best court. I saw some stats today on Jaden Daniels, and I mean, Jaden Daniels may be statistically having the greatest season a quarterback's ever had in the history of college football, and they lost three games with that. I mean, yeah. if I'm an LSU fan right now, and I like Brian Kelly, I think he's a good coach, but I'm looking at that and going. What if we had just been above average at quarterback? What if we had just been good? Yeah. You might be 7-5. and five. Statistically, you can argue that he's having the greatest season of all time. Statistically, now, I, I know, I know. Yeah. But statistically... But he's not, he's not, yeah, you got you got to win, too, right. Statistically, though, yes. And they lost three games. Two years in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ended last year with losing a, a bad A&M team, remember? I'm... Look, it's been good, but to your point, I mean, are, I mean, shouldn't they already kind of wonder? Okay, Brian. Yes. It's LSU. It's in the portal what? era. And oh, Brian two, Kelly. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're at LSU. It's what, the portal what? era, and you had a yeah. pathetic defense for two years at LSU. Yeah. At LSU, the home of defense. Uh, some places are DBU. Some places are DLU. They're just DU. 
They're just defensive university. Yeah. They have been for decades. And yeah, like I said, if 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 Jane Daniels had had the same, you know, people are pointing out Bo Nix, right? If Jane Daniels had had the same year that Bo Nix is having, LSU probably has at least one more loss. Yeah, that's how. I mean, Nix is really good, but Daniels is uh, at a level that we've never really seen before. Aaron and Meridian asked if Alabama beats Georgia, would that help Ole Miss's strength of schedule? Will that leapfrog them over Missouri? You think? No, I don't think the outcome of that game will. Uh, really help their strength of schedule at all because they have um, lost to to both of those teams. What I mean, if Ole Miss is going to make an access bowl, frankly, at this point, it, it looks like they got to get kind of lucky, and the committee's just got to make a decision. I mean, we've talked about the tangible resumes. When you look at Penn State's resume, they have no business being in front of Ole Miss. So, if Michigan beats Iowa by half a hundred, that's Penn State's best and only good win. And so maybe Iowa gets knocked down really significantly after something like that, and they look at the two resumes and think, man, Penn State's one spot ahead of Ole Miss. They shouldn't be. Let's flip them. That could get Ole Miss in. Or somehow, some way, Florida State beats Louisville, and it's like horribly ugly, like 10-9. to And Texas beats Oklahoma State 42-14. I mean, I guess they could then put Texas over Florida State. I don't see that happening. But you're gonna yeah, need the com- you're, ne- you're gonna need the committee to jump Ole Miss ahead of I think Penn State. I don't think they're gonna jump Ole Miss ahead of Missouri, even though they probably should. I don't think they're going to. So root for Michigan to beat Iowa's brains in to make Penn State's one resume item look worse than it already does. If you're an Ole Miss fan, just just accept the Citrus Bowl, yeah. and then if anything better happens, it's a positive. It's a Christmas bonus at that point. But if worse comes to worse, you're going to Disney for New Year's. Yeah. If Texas wins the bowl game, do they? Does the SEC get the money? No, they do not. That will go to the Big Ten. They played this year, or excuse me, the Big Twelve. They played this year, um, under the Big Twelve umbrella. So, thank you, buddy. The selection show is at eleven on Sunday, and then what is it? One thirty, I think, is when they release the rest of them. I think that's what it is. You know, for the first time in 13 years, I'm, I, I'm really not paying attention. <laughs> Reese says, I wish college football would be regional. And yet, the, the Big Ten is just destroyed, and the ACC has destroyed all like concept of regionality. At least the SEC has no states in between all of their teams, right? There, there's no gap uh, b- between every state. They're all connected to each other. But if you wanted to make it truly regional, th- that would kind of... Oh, this is going to bother some people. But, like, if Ole Miss and Mississippi State were going to play in a truly regional conference where it was like everybody was in a direct close proximity, the conference would be Ole Miss State, Alabama, LSU, Southern Miss, Memphis, uh, Troy, Louisiana. I mean, that's that's truly regional, you know? So you've got to have South Carolina and Florida and – eventually North Carolina or NC State and Virginia and in your conference to make make it more palatable as a fan. You know, they, they used to have conferences like this back in the day, and there's a reason they changed, right? Uh, so, some of these programs were, were just more equipped to be bigger than others, and, and that's how it happened. And that's why, I mean, remember, Tulane was in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Wish they would have stayed. 
Uh, they, I think that they're. Uh, I think that their their fans probably do. Probably so. Big Ten after dark coming soon. Looking forward to that. Honestly, I am. It's going to be sicko football, but like Rutgers and Illinois. And Big 12 after dark, too. Big 12 after dark, too. And it's going to be a lot. We're going to get some late night football out of this. you got two conferences that have to put their games somewhere instead of just having one. Yeah. You know, so there's, I mean, you, you know, there's going to be some games where we get Big 12 at kickoff at nine and, and same with uh, the Big 10. Fine with me. We get another message. If Alabama beats Georgia, Washington beats Oregon, and Louisville beats Florida State, all very much possible, does the Final Four look like this? Michigan, Washington, Georgia, Alabama. If Bama beats Georgia, I think Bama jumps Texas. I I think... That's where we are. That's where we are. I think that's going to happen. That's going to happen, and everybody's going to be mad and angry and... I don't think that two I'm, SEC teams I'm gonna, would I'm gonna, get in at that point. I think that Georgia would get left out in that scenario. I think Georgia's out, too. I I really do think the SEC is getting one team, the SEC champion. But here's here's where here's where the issue is. Let's assume Florida State loses, because at this point I feel like we're coming to that, right? They're down to their third quarterback, it looks like. So that's going to give us the Pac-12 champ in Michigan, likely the Big Ten champ in the SEC champ in, so you're now your four. So what that means is this: this is how you have to look at it. Alabama, if they beat Georgia, they're not going to be the four seed. They're probably going to be like the two seed. They'll probably jump everybody except for Michigan. So that means for that fourth spot, we're not comparing Alabama and Texas. We're comparing Georgia and Texas. Yeah. Now Georgia did lose to Alabama, and Texas did beat them. But who's better, Georgia or Texas? You know, it's Georgia. Georgia would have that's a better resume. This, that's where this happens. And quite honestly, Ohio State might have a better resume than Texas, too. That that made me physically uncomfortable. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm right. That, that if you're comparing yeah. Ohio State and Texas for that last spot, you can make a very strong case that Ohio State, who only lost to Michigan on the road, it's a, has a better resume then does uh, Texas, who, you know, lost Oklahoma in a neutral site. Mm. The committee needs to hope for chalk. And, I mean, it's going away after this year anyway, but the, the answers they've given have been so bad, and the process has been so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Chris wants to know if there's any new information on the day of the Egg Bowl next year. We'll find out on, what is it, December 13th? I believe December thirteenth, uh, the SEC announced that that will be the uh, the day uh, that they release the twenty twenty four schedule. We will or at least the dates. We we know the teams will learn the dates on December thirteenth. We what will. day is that? I don't know. Honestly, that is a Wednesday. Great. I mean, awesome. like a, that's Thunder and Lightning Live is taken care of. Yes. All right. So we will uh, find Thank out. Thank you, Greg. We'll get to more of your messages when we come back. Text us, 601-879-4395. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi continues. Forky 
and Haydad with you on this Friday, Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll go back to the text line. You guys are pretty active on there, talking championship Saturday. Coming up, uh, big basketball game in Oxford tomorrow. Not so much a big game in Starkville on Sunday, but there is a game, so we will talk about it. A uh, 1-6 Southern team is traveling to Starkville on Sunday. Uh, so a welcome opponent after a bad game. Kind of a, uh, a get, play well, get right, and move on kind of thing for State. Uh, for Ole Miss, I think you can qualify it as a free shot against Memphis. Sold-out pavilion, going to be rocking. It's a Memphis team that's really, really, really good. Losing to them uh, impacts you in no way uh, when it comes to, you know, if you want to talk about net rankings and stuff. We'll, we'll get into all that coming up later. Jeff Levy is filling out his staff and also... Uh, sent some guys packing. We'll tell you who and, and all that stuff coming up later as well in the 5 o'clock hour, plus a Food Friday and more with you. But we'll go back to the text line here. Should Arch Manning enter the portal if uh, Quinn Ewers does, in fact, come back? Yes, he should. But I don't know if he will, but he should. No reason for him to be sitting another year. There, that, that, there's no way you can tell me he, there's not a school he can't make an impact at. Yeah. Like Mississippi State. Let's just get that rumor going. How many times have you been asked about that, by the way? Because we've gotten a few texts no, about it. Yeah. Uh, and we've gotten some texts about it. The people who follow me on Twitter, for the most part, are, are they, they figure out that that's not going to happen. Okay. That well, would be maybe the most improbable thing I can imagine. I can't imagine a more improbable thing than the grandson of Archie Manning the patriarch of Ole Miss, his grandson coming to Mississippi State. I can't I can't even wrap my head around it for a second. So, no, it's not going to happen. Where did the Cooper is going does. to run the Mississippi State collective stuff come from? Where did that, where, that. where does that start? Well, I gotta, you got you got you got to you got to get, you know, another you, you can't just give him money and cuz he've got money. You got to have more. You got to give Cooper some power. Can you imagine Cooper manning in charge of the Bulldog initiative? Pay, gives $5 million to a punter. Oh, we're out of money. Can't get any more players say, in. I know his kid ended up at, at Texas, and I understand that. But if, if if you know anything about Cooper Manning, him running the Bulldog Initiative would be the worst thing for the Bulldog Initiative. Not because he's not business savvy. He would intentionally wreck the entire operation. He would. He would spend $6 million on the worst quarterback in the portal. Yeah, Exactly. You can't, you can't, you can't give the keys to the kingdom to your enemy. Yeah, Jeff Levy's going to go go to the office of uh, the Bulldog Initiative and say, "Hey, Cooper, give me that quarterback from Baylor." Cooper's going to come back a week later and sign the guy from Mary Harden Baylor. Yeah, <laughs> coach, is you that said not Baylor? Who you wanted? Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me that guy from uh, from USC, and then it's like the University of of, of South uh, Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, I was, gonna, I was thinking Calgary. I was thinking Canada. <laughs> oh, can't have that. Man. No, can't uh, can't have that. Uh, any indicate? Has there? Uh, I know that the portal doesn't even officially open till Monday, but has there been any right. like open offers to quarterbacks yet from Mississippi State to any of them that have hit the portal? Sometimes they announce them, sometimes they don't. It just you know, I haven't seen any quarterbacks touting a Mississippi State offer yet. That does not mean that it's not happening. For, uh, it doesn't mean that it hasn't happened. It just means that they're they're keeping that on the DL. Yeah. You know? 
We get this question, meaning uh, so they don't officially join the SEC until after baseball season. That is uh, that is correct, yeah. absolutely, yes. So no yeah. Texas and Oklahoma on your it's baseball season. Baseball still season. no Texas, no Oklahoma. Correct. And correct. he follows up, do you think Kiffin they, has given Levy any guidance on assembling a staff? Absolutely not. And not because they hate each other or whatever, but absolutely not. Lane Kiffin will not be helping Jeff Levy no. assemble a staff for his in-state rival. Come on, guys. No. Negative. I would like to know if they've spoken, though. Just like a text, like, hey, sure congrats on the job, buddy. I'm like, sure. See you in November. Yeah. I'm sure something like that has occurred. I would be very surprised if it had. Or maybe they're just sending memes to each other. That could also be the case. In fact, it's more likely. Oh. Mississippi State announces another coach. Man, they're just coming in fast. I don't know anything about this guy. I need to. Before you even ask me who he is, for let me look and see who he is. That is my favorite part about new coach hires. Apparently not even on Twitter, too. Is he not on Twitter? Good it, for a, him. A coach not on Twitter? What a healthy life he probably lives. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I see it now. <laughs> they, were at U- they were at UCF together, so okay. that'll work. That, uh, that, uh, that makes sense. But I, I still want to see a little bit more uh, information here. But we'll talk about him. Yeah, we uh, certainly will. Any chance of State getting a bowl? Nope, that uh, they were officially eliminated. That ship when, has sailed. Uh, what was it? Who won? Was it Old Dominion that won? That- Hawaii. Was it Hawaii that beat Colorado State or Colorado State beat Hawaii? Whatever one it was, that was the one that got State out. If if, if, if that if the game I'm thinking of, it, it was between Colorado State and Hawaii. I don't know who won that game off the top of my head. But if the other team had won it, State would be in a bowl. They'd be heading to the... The Bahamas Bowl or something, which is played in South Carolina this year. Yeah. Or no, Charlotte, right? That, guy, that could be correct. The Bahamas Bowl in Charlotte because the stadium yeah. down there is getting a renovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned quarterbacks that, like, we don't know who State has offered yet. Texter wants you to put on Jeff Lebby's shoes for a while. Who in the portal know, would you have offered if you were Jeff Lebby, who out there is somebody that state should be pursuing if you were Jeff Lebby? Yeah, yeah wears a size 16 boot. I don't know if I can wear those shoes. That would be really? huge. Really? He, he doesn't look that tall. I mean, I know he's tall, but not he's that a, tall. That's a big. He's a former offensive lineman. He's I know. A big but... dude. He's a big dude. Uh, I would offer Cam Ward, the Washington State guy who just hit the portal. Uh, I would offer Riley Leonard for sure. I don't know if he gives you as much with the legs, but solid quarterback there. Um, is Dylan Gabriel going to get in the portal? If he does, for sure, that's an easy choice there. Um, can we find Spencer Sanders another year of eligibility, you think, maybe? be a good choice. Um, I'm just trying to think my way around some of the – Will Howard, for sure. I'd offer K.J. Jefferson, for sure. And of course, I don't think he's actually in the portal yet either, so – like we said the other well, that's day, just a few of the names. If he's putting out there publicly that he hasn't decided yet, he's yeah. in the portal. Might as well be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just a few. Cam Ward is the one that he's the best guy in the bunch. He's the guy that if if he's willing yeah. to come and he, you can find a number that works for him and works for you, do it. 
Of course, Auburn was listed as one of the, the possible pursuers of Cam Ward, like uh, like everybody else, but uh, we will have to see. CeCe's making fun of you, hey, Dad, says, I had a dream that some sports show host said Bama would beat Georgia. I woke up laughing. I mean, that is not even anywhere in the top ten of my most outrageous predictions on this show. <laughs> it's just not. Uh, if we're playing the what-if game... What if Iowa beats Michigan some way, and the remaining three undefeateds yeah. all lose? Who's the final four then? <sighs> Alabama, Texas, possibly legit- probably Georgia, and one of the Pac-12. Teams. Michigan is still. Hold on, let me let me read, let me read, read this question. No, Michigan's what, still the, in. The, Michigan's still in. If they lose, yeah, to Michigan, Iowa, Michigan, still is, in. Michigan is in no matter what. Michigan is in no matter what. They can lo- remember a couple years ago when Georgia lost to Alabama. Yep. In the SEC championship game, they were Georgia was in no matter what. Michigan is in no matter what. They can lose that game and still get in. So that's not the issue. You'd have Georgia, you know, SEC champ, Pac-12 champ, Michigan, and and Texas. Uh, really nice person on the text line said, why is everything always later with you, nerd? Well, because we have three hours to fill, yeah. nerd. Yeah, nerd. You're a nerd, Borky. Yeah. I I'm promise your wife thinks I'm better you? looking than you, so uh, who's the nerd now? You know, I feel bad because my wife thinks you're better looking oh, than me. No. So. Oh, no. She does. She told me to my face. You guys have been married too long. That's all I told you that story. I said that I said he's a big gold Adonis, and then she met you, and you were like, she was like, you were not kidding about oh, that. <laughs> oh, man. She, she was like, so he nice. He opened the door, and I was like, wow. Came out of her she way. She said this. My to, wife said these things. You guys were giving me a gift, and she drove out of her way mm-hmm. to do it because I had a sick three at the time year old in the house. I mean, just yeah, uh, drove yeah, an hour nice, out of her way to, to do that. Just yeah, awesome. we're, we're good people. He said, don't you use that tone with me. Well, that's what your wife said, too. Um, You don't know if Michigan is in with a loss? It depends on what else happens around. I mean, look, if if Washington wins, Georgia wins. No, Michigan's in with a loss. I I think they're getting in regardless because Ohio State's not getting in in front of them. Is Texas jumping Michigan? I don't think so. But this could be the opportunity for the committee to – kind of punish them, right, for the scandals? If they do lose, maybe that's their opportunity to say, you know, the resume's not that great and they lost to, I don't know. I don't know. It's not going to happen, though. Uh, Very, very unlikely. We'll be right back. 601-879-4395. Don't go anywhere. On Christmas Island Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. behind on messages, but we got this one after talking about should or would Arch transfer if Quinn Ewers comes back. Somebody said Manning could be developed at Alabama and Auburn. 
Are we sure about that Auburn part? And, I mean, he would be sitting behind Milrow next year. No, for sure, yeah. So he yeah, transferring yeah. to Alabama would put him in the exact same situation he's in currently. And Sark is good with quarterbacks. I mean, you don't you don't just leave that situation unless you can guarantee that you'll start for somebody that is proven, right? I mean, if you're a, a player of his caliber, you don't just go to start somewhere. I don't know. I, I'd, sitting another year is going to be fine. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do that, though. I think he's going to find a place to play. You think So you think he's going to leave Texas? I mean, why, why would you stay another year? Because, I mean, you think you're, is he only going to have one year of highlights to show the NFL? You know, is I he going to be ready two after years three as a years? starter? I think so. If two years, if he's a two-year starter at a good college and he's put up numbers, yeah. Yeah. Was Cam Newton ready after one? I'm not saying he's Cam Newton, but you, 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 can, you can show enough. Yeah. But you got to show something. So, yeah, I, 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 I'll be surprised if he doesn't hit the portal. But the, this may sound weird coming from me, but like with the Mannings, you know, they're the kind of people who, who they might want to avoid the portal. They might be like, you know what, we made a commitment and this is what we think is best for Arch. I mean, I could totally see that 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 happening as well. Yeah. So it's just truly either or, one way or the other. Shaq Bully says, "Is Will Rogers transferring for sure?" Yes. He's not built for the Levy way. system. I mean, regardless of what you think he's of Rodgers as a quarterback, it, he's, he's not, not the guy you want running that system. When they, a, a group of players showed up last Sunday to the airport, Will Rogers not among them. Mike Wright was. Will Rogers not among them. Uh, when Levy was asked about his quarterback room the other day, uh, Monday at the press conference, I mean, he's got. If Will Rogers was in there, that's the first name out of his mouth, right? If, if you ask him about quarterbacks and he's got Will Rogers, his first thing is, well, I've got the second-leading all-time passer in the SEC in my quarterback room, so we're going to work from there. He didn't mention Will Rogers. Will Rogers is gone, guys. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, if I'm wrong on that, you know what? I'll eat my words, but I'll be really, really surprised if I'm wrong. Fr- frankly, I think if – this is going to sound mean, but you guys want my opinion, right? This way you listen to the show. Uh, I, think, I don't. I think it would be very disappointing if that's how things ended up with Mississippi State's quarterback recruiting going into next year. I think that would be a disappointment. Yeah. That would mean they missed on a lot, yeah. and I don't. I don't think they're going to miss on a lot of guys that they go after, frankly. But that's what that would mean. Yeah. Somebody said, "Get Bo Nix. He might find another year of eligibility." <laughs> Take him. He'd have his third PhD. By the end of next year. Uh, somebody said, do you go after DJ Uyunglele or however you spell it? I, I think he's going to end up in the NFL. That's where I think he's going to go. If I had to pick, if he was my, my option, I would rather have KJ Jefferson. I'll be honest with you. Hey, nerds, do you think Levy wants a quarterback with at least two years left? I think he wants a quarterback... Uh, you, yeah. you correct me if I'm wrong. I think he wants the best one that he can get regardless of eligibility. You get status. the best one he can get. If it's only for one year, then you, you, you work on developing Chris Parson. And if it doesn't work out, you can always go back to the portal next year. It's not a big deal. Yeah. For sure. Mike said Arch to Tallahassee. Now we're cooking. That's an idea. 
Somebody said Ohio State. Ohio State needs to be active in the in the portal. I know that it's his first year starting, but man, for an offense to have as many That's, weapons as they do to be as inept as they were, relatively speaking, is a problem. That's a real problem. Isn't Bo Nix's son eligible now? <laughs> <laughs> Bo Nix Jr. You know how LeBron Ohio, wants to play with Manning his kid? To Ohio that might State. happen at Oregon with Bo Nix. Manning to Ohio State. I like that a lot. That Talk about immediately. I mean, gosh, if Manning went to Ohio State, there's that, talk about some elite quarterbacks around the country next year. Jake says, are we worried at all that Walker Howard might transfer? I don't think he can. Can't. And also, I mean, I guess I mean, he, he, he could try. Could They're try. giving out waivers to everybody these days. He could try, but it would be difficult. And, you know, for whatever it's worth, the the word is that there isn't the desire either that the there is comfort in you're going to get a lot of reps i mean spring summer fall being the sure number 2 guy i mean you open the season with Furman you've got two other garbage games on your schedule and i hate to say it this way but you guys know the way Jackson Dart plays you're a play away from being the guy and so transferring to possibly likely get denied a waiver in giving up that opportunity and still after this year having two years left to be the guy would kind of be a mistake. So um, unless yeah. he has a degree, which I don't believe he does, he can't go anywhere even if he wanted to. So uh, anyway, fast first hour. We'll get to more of your messages and uh, we'll talk a little hoops as well. Coswell Fix, Food Friday, a bunch of stuff coming your way. Glad that you guys are with us on this 1st of December. Yeah, guys, it is December 1st. So your flew, flew by like a Formula One car. It's crazy. Hour number two coming up. Take the friggin' wax out of your ears. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. And hey, Dad, with you on this, uh, I guess it's Championship Friday, Championship Saturday coming up tomorrow in college football. It's great to be with you. I think there's an ulterior motive to this message we got during the break. It said, if Arch wanted to prove himself worthy of the name, he needs to go to a place where everyone points to him as the reason they're excelling beyond their expectations. That sounds like Mississippi State to me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say it out loud. It just, I can't do it. Uh, I'm just picturing a bunch of Mississippi State fans wearing Manning jerseys. Like, you know. What is that Egg Bowl like? What's that first trip to Oxford like next year, if that happens? You, Goodness you, gracious. you know how there are uh, there there are scientific theories that the Marvel concept of the multiverse might actually be something yes. that exists in yeah. real life? That would um, be us chime-jumping to a multiverse, yeah, to a different universe. Yes. Yes, I like that. There's a, a multiverse where State never fired Alan McKean and was able to go toe-to-toe with John Vaught through the next couple of decades. And Arch Man, Archie, Archie Manning goes to Mississippi State. This is all, you know, where Thanos snapped his fingers, you know. Somebody says, does Arch need college reps to get drafted? Absolutely. I mean, because we got a message earlier about how he's got a noodle arm and he's skinny, and 
Yeah, I, I think that might be underselling him a little bit, but he's proven nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, the the way that his debut in a 50-point game or whatever against Texas Tech was covered, I, I understand because his name's Manning, and Manning gets clicks just like Kiffin gets clicks, and LeBron gets clicks, and the Cowboys get clicks, and that's why people talk about those things and, and put that out there on the internet. But an NFL team is not going to draft a dude based on his name. It's just not going to happen. He's got to prove himself. And he's he hadn't proven anything yet. And that's okay. He's a freshman. You know, you don't expect them to. Uh, so, no, he's, he's got to play. And he's got to play well. Because he's not a physical freak like Josh Allen. And Josh Allen played well in college, better than the numbers indicated. But there's a reason that Josh Allen gets drafted. Or an Anthony Richardson gets drafted despite not blowing it up in college. Because they are physical freaks. Arch isn't a physical freak. So he's got to play and play well. And prove that yeah. you know he can handle the game. Anthony Richardson didn't have to play well for somebody to draft him because he's a physical freak. And then yeah. he got hurt. I like this, this text. Won't see Olivia in a split jersey. <laughs> no question. No question Olivia Manning is not wearing a split jersey. I'm just picturing I'm just picturing uh Cooper Manning in a uh, Peter Millar maroon polo with that script state over the over the chest. Can you imagine? I I can't I can't. I can't do this. I cannot. I will not do it. I will not engage any further. Uh, we get this message, and I think that's a good transition into uh you know what we think is going to happen this weekend. Uh, I'll bring up because I teased it and never got to it, the sign the uh, the sign language thing. We'll tell you about that later. Uh, but for now, Larry says, Bama is peaking now, Alabama by seven. So, hey, Dad, you're on record. You think Alabama's going to win this game. Why? I just feel like they're playing at a really high level. I think that if they could play Texas again, they would beat them. Milrow is playing really well. I know they, they struggled Auburn, but, man, I, at this point – you know, when the the when the Iron Bowl is in Auburn, I just expect these things. And it's not like Georgia handled Auburn easily either. So I just feel like when they go head to head, I just like Alabama a little bit more. You know what's frustrating me is that Nick Saban is becoming likable. I don't like that. He's becoming likable. This was at his SEC championship press conference earlier today. Uh, the Grumpy old man that was Nick Saban uh, over any off-color question is no more. He's funny now, and I can't stand it. Take a listen. Coach, I do have kind of one off-the-wall question. I asked uh, Lane Kiffin the week of the Ole Miss-Georgia game about some Kirby stories, and he mentioned about a tug-of-war there at Alabama in which he beat Kirby in a one-on-one tug-of-war. I was wondering if you recall that as well, Coach. I do not. But my money would have been on Kirby. <laughs> if I was going to bet, I didn't, I don't remember it, but I'm just, that would be my comment. <laughs> Kirby would be Lane Kiffin in a tug of war, right? 100%. I would think so. I would think so. Former def- defensive back. He looks a little, he looks a little sturdier, a little, uh, he's obviously a little bigger. So. Yeah, I, 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 I'm surprised. Five years ago, does Nick Saban laugh at that? No. 
No, he's 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 like you know I don't. He's asking what does that have to do with this weekend and you know I got a game I, I, to go. Really and, concerned about. It. Yeah. I got a game. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. That's that's another reason to like him though. He's he's confident. He's 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 relaxed. I, I wish that Kiffin versus Smart tug of war would be on video, though. I would. So, like, yeah, like that's that something video. that. You, how does Alabama not get that on uh on on video and get some content out of that? What's going on over there? So you think that Georgia's going to lose to Alabama in the SEC championship. How about the ACC championship? Louisville's just a two-and-a-half-point dog. We got the news earlier that Tate Roadmaker, the backup quarterback at Florida State, who... (laughs) It's not Roadmaker. Roadmaker. He's a Roadmaker. Isn't it Roadheaver? No. Did Did I misread something here? R O D calling him Roadmaker for the past M A K E R Roadmaker. It is Roadmaker. Well, I had no idea. Um, my, my knowledge of backup quarterbacks in the ACC is limited. He's been in concussion protocol, which now raises an interesting question, right? Because he played yeah. after he got knocked out, and then entered concussion protocol. So. What happened there? I don't know. I mean, it must have been something late in the game or something. In, I mean, I can't imagine he got hit in practice. Of course, I say that that's what happened to Jack Abraham, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but something. But there, there, he's a game-time decision, possibly won't play. So Florida State might be down to their third-string quarterback in the ACC championship game. I mean, that's got to make a difference, right? You would think so. And then I know who that guy kid is, Brock Glenn, because he was a guy that Mississippi State was heavily, heavily recruiting two seasons ago. And that at one point people thought he was leaning towards Mississippi State to come co- play for Mike, Mike Leach in the air raid. Uh, he ended up committing to Ohio State and then flipped that to Florida State. So I'm just familiar with him from the recruiting process. But he is a true freshman uh, that they're going to throw out there. So that being said, to answer your question, I mean, God, if Louisville had just beaten uh, Pittsburgh, I'd feel a lot better about it. And then Kentucky. Louisville has the worst two losses of any team in this mix here. They don't really um, have any good they, wins they, they, either. Notre Dame. They beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's their best win. And they did beat them badly. They beat Duke, but they beat Duke. I think that's the game where Riley Leonard got hurt. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they had just beaten Kentucky. But I still think uh, – I think Florida State will win, but it's going to be an ugly game. Defensive winning, defense wins the game for Florida State. And so if that is the case, that leaves the debate open. The Big 12 championship game, Texas, a heavy favorite, 15.5, 16-15, depending on where you look. That's that's the debate, right? If Florida State wins this game, but they look really like ugly doing it, because you mentioned Louisville's not impressive. They're 10-2, but they're not impressive. And if Florida State beats them... 14 to 12 or whatever. And Texas wins 42-14. There's going to be that debate. Texas over Florida State. And it's entirely possible that we get that exact debate and I think Florida State ultimately is going to win out though. Mm-hmm. I do think they will regardless of what Texas looks like and stuff stuff like that. I think the undefeated team will take precedent, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. If Florida State wins, they have to be in. 
They just have to be in. Otherwise, otherwise it just becomes, why don't we just simulate everything? You know, remember, sometimes you know, you're playing NCAA football and you want to simulate some games so you can get to the recruiting. That's what this is. All right, you yeah. can't have that. The games have to matter. If you went undefeated, somebody made a good point. They're like, I understand the quarterback is the most important player, but he's one guy. So you're saying because one guy gets injured, you can't play in this game anymore. And Michigan's starting center, right, was injured and he's, against Ohio he's State. Great. Can they? Yeah, but are, can they not play anymore? I understand that quarterback is different than those positions. I get that, but there's 22 starters, offense and defense. One guy gets taken out, and now the fact that you're 13 and 0 doesn't matter. That's that doesn't that doesn't work for me. Me either. Me either. We'll continue on this. Uh... And more with you, of course. 601-879-4395 is the text line. 601-879-4395. you want to be a part of the show, that's how you do it on the C Spire text line. When guests join us, they join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. More sports talk when we come back. And to all Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Kevin and Oxford ask, what is the player's obligation when they accept the NIL? And if they get $600,000, is that for four years or yearly? Thanks, guys. Love the show. It varies based on the deal. So if we're being totally honest, the players that sign with collectives, they really don't have to really do anything. I mean, there are some obligations that are technically required, but they're not fulfilling any equal value to that money it's a salary it's what it is it doesn't bother me it bothers some people but that that's what it is their obligations are uh to play and win now some of these guys have real and girls have real nil deals where they have to like appear on commercials and endorse products and stuff uh, and so it varies based on athlete and the contracts also vary too if if you hear, hey, Kate, I'm just using this as an example again. I don't know what he's doing or what he's going to get or anything, but let's pretend for a second that KJ Jefferson does get six hundred thousand dollars to go to South Carolina. That will be for the year. It'll be, it'll be a twelve month contract, and he'll get paid monthly with taxes taken out. So that's how that'll work. I don't think you're going to yeah. get many multi year NIL deals. That would be a, a bad. Well, it depends, right? Because you have to be enrolled in school, but you're not going to promise a guy that's not worth, you know, a million bucks, 500k a year. You know, you're going to do it on an annual basis, just in case right. he doesn't perform the way you expect him to. But anyway, uh, we got <laughs> we got this message. Florida State's about to roll out walk on Winston Jamison. <laughs> And then this one. I mean, he's got some eligibility left. Yeah. 
And then this one, I think Super Bowl champion Nick Foles tells you don't take a team from the playoffs solely for losing their QB1. That's an NFL example, though, slightly different. You saw Ohio State win a championship with them, with a third string. Yeah. So, it's yeah. all you need. Third string. Yes. All the example you need. Sort of changing the subject, and we'll get back to the games here in a second. This message says, but has State been involved in the two ugliest games in SEC history? Auburn versus State years back, and this year's State 7, Arkansas 3. Notice I'm using State because we are Dr. Pepper's team. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. That, that, and that, that team wears a kind of a maroon color, too. They do. Yeah. So, should we do the staff now or wait till the college football fix? Because let's do it now. Let's do it then, because we got picks in college football. Yeah, yeah, we'll make picks later. Uh, So, right now, it sounds like, let's start from the beginning, actually. So, Mississippi State hired Jeff Levy. Jeff Levy's got to hire a staff of 10 on-field assistants. Of the previous coaching staff, hey, Dad, he kept two, correct? Correct. Chad Bumpus on the offensive side will remain as Mississippi State wide receivers coach. David Turner on the defensive side will remain as Mississippi State's defensive line coach. And I mean, no-brainers there, since, right? Pretty much, in my opinion. I, I thought they would stay. I, I was pretty sure they would stay. So, so that leaves you on offense. You need running backs, tight ends, offensive line, and QB slash offensive coordinator. Uh, defense, you need linebackers, safeties, corners, and then you need a special teams coach. That's that's your that's your setup there. Um, so state has announced two more coaches here. John Cooper has joined the staff as the tight ends coach. He was at North Texas as their offensive line coach a season ago. He was just announced just a couple of minutes ago, and then a little earlier this afternoon, Anthony Tucker was announced. He was offensive coordinator. These past few years at Indiana, uh, and prior to that, had worked with Levy at UCF as a running backs coach slash uh, passing game running game coordinator. He's been he was he, he and uh, Levy are quite familiar with each other, so he has joined the staff. He is running backs coach and assistant head coach. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of, of reporting that Cody Kennedy has made the trip from Arkansas to uh, Mississippi State, but that has not been announced officially by the university as of yet. Uh, if you Google Cody Kennedy, and I got Borky with this yesterday, you if you know who Malcolm Reed is, that could be his brother. They look exactly alike. It is uncanny how much that guy looks like him. So no, no surprise that he handles the beef then. So he's got the O-line. Uh, and then as far as a quarterback's coach, that hasn't been announced yet. And then obviously the big hire we're waiting on is the defensive coordinator for Mississippi State. I've seen three names come out. All of them are interesting. I don't know if they're great hires or not, but they're interesting. Former Texas A&M and former Ole Miss defensive coordinator D.J. Durkin's name has been brought up. Former Mississippi State defensive coordinator and former Georgia Tech head coach Jeff Collins has been brought up. How would that be received? Let me get the last name out and then I'll tell you. Uh, former Ole Miss linebackers coach and then was the Indiana head coach until a couple days ago. Tom Allen's name has been brought up. I think with Collins, obviously time heals all wounds. I mean, my goodness, Bobby Petrino is back in Arkansas. When you look at, I mean, Collins, it didn't go well for him at Georgia Tech, and I think 
the, the, the transition from the triple option to what to a more modern scheme was just a tough one. And Georgia Tech is just not a team. You know, they don't recruit well. You know, they, they, they're playing better this year, but by and large, it's just tough to win at Georgia Tech. I think at Mississippi State in Florida, he was fantastic. He was he was really good. You look at his stats, he was the defensive uh he, he was a Broyles Award. I think he won the Broyles Award. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, great recruiter too, known as that. Of course, you know it helps when you have those hand drawn pictures of the swag uh, chalice to, to 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 send out. Uh, so I think it'd be fine. I think I think state fans, by and large, would be okay with Jeff Collins. I think they'd be okay with DJ Durkin. I think they'd be okay with Tom Allen. The fact that those names have come out, I don't know though. It makes I always I'm telling you, I always wonder. Like names get floated, and then you find out somebody you've never heard of is the is the guy there. So we'll see how that works for Mississippi State. And Tom Allen just got a $15 million buyout from Indiana. May uh, yeah, Some guys jump right in. Matt Rule did. Some guys go yeah. be an analyst for a year, uh, like Jim Leonard uh, from Wisconsin. He could have gotten a D.C. job, took a year off, essentially. He's been analyzing for Brett Bielma at, at uh, Illinois. So varying degrees there. First message that I see is boo on Collins. Second one is no Durkin. So, well, there you Tom go. Tom Allen it is. Tom Allen. And I just got a, I got a text from somebody over at Mississippi State. Uh, Cody Kennedy has been made official. Okay. So he great. is the offensive line coach at Mississippi State this year. So let, let's talk about that a little bit because we got this message uh, that says, wasn't Arkansas's offensive line horrible this year? It was. Statistically one of the worst in the Power Five. This was also somebody that was a assistant of the year two years ago. He was a semifinalist for the Broyles Award. Two seasons ago. Yeah. I don't think it's any coincidence that when Arkansas went from Kendall Bryles to Dan Enos that everything went to crap. And it did. And so Bryles, Levy, those connections are, are known. My guess is Kendall was like, yeah, he's good. You'll be fine with him uh, to, to Jeff Levy. And, and he went in and did well. I mean, Arkansas offensively the previous two years was really good. Defensively, they they were horrible in 2022. And then this past year with Dan Enos, I mean, what can you do? Mm-hmm. And get the guy was an awful play caller. Uh, thoughts, uh, extended thoughts on the quarterbacks coach. I, I guess you'll get the OC title there as well. Higher. Yeah, the name that's being floated around is Matt. I'm going to show you if I pronounce this right. Holacek, who is was at Oklahoma uh, previously with Levy. I think is just an analyst. Um, so this might be a young guy coming in. I don't know that he'll be. I, there may not be an offensive coordinator. You know, there wasn't one yeah. under Mike Leach. We know Levy's calling the play, so this guy just might just be the quarterback's coach. But they haven't announced that yet. He might be just coming in as, a, as an analyst or, or something like that here as well. So unless my source wants to send me another text and let me know. Yeah, please do. Let know. us know. I, yeah, let us know for sure. I, I have not seen anything official on that, though. Um, so we'll see. And then, like I said, the defensive staff, there no one has been named as of yet. Obviously, I think you know you don't want to make the same mistake we talked about earlier with Barbe, right? You want to hire Turner's in, and Turner's the guy. Think about his time at Mississippi State with Mullen, right? Mm-hmm. It means he worked with Diaz, Chris Wilson, Jeff Collins, Diaz again, and Peter Sermon. I think he could find a way to work with any defensive coordinator if you're David Turner. Yeah. But you want to let the rest of that staff probably pick by whoever is going to run that side of the ball. So my guess is the next hire we see made official will either be special teams. Or defensive coordinator. It's got to happen. I mean, you don't want to rush these things. If you're not ready, you're not ready. But you think it's going to happen pretty soon. I mean, the portal opens Monday. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, you got visitors coming, I guess some maybe this week, although the state championships are still happening. And then next week you've got, you know, you're going to have official visitors in. You're going to have a lot of folks in. So, yeah, you've got to have your staff in place. This is the first time states had to do this. Um, oh, there he is. And... It's Jeff It's Jeff Levy. It's Jeff Levy talking to me. No, there's no, no confirmation there. Um, oh, come on. The, uh, you robbed no, us it, it of a moment. Happen. How dare you? I know. I was excited there for a second. Uh, uh, this is the first time states had to do this, right? When Moorhead got fired, signing day had already come and gone. And same with uh, same with with Leach when he passed away. Signing day had already was was coming, and Arnett was just brought in immediately. So it's just it's just the first time states had to do this. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. A bunch of yours have come in. We'll read some of those when we come back. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Forky and Haydad with you at Sports Talk Mississippi on a Friday. Dwayne and Brandon says, so a whole new coaching crew for State. How will that be received? Uh, I mean, it should be received well. It's a new coach. I mean, he should yeah. be able to do things his What'd way. What would you expect? Okay. Keep Barbe around? Did you did you see I dropped the uh, the S word, the the word that you know means crap, on the on the podcast? Oh no! For the first time ever. The fr- no, I meant to do it. I gave a warning that it was coming. How dare you? Because uh, we were talking about Barbe, and I was like, you know, Adam Rittenberg from ESPN tweeted this whole thing about how Kevin Barbe wasn't going to be retained. And I was just like, everybody, everybody, plug your ears. And I went, no bleep. <laughs> You're kidding. They're not going to keep him? What? Johnny in West Point, I hope this, this doesn't come off as condescending, but he says, why not Arnett for D.C.? You, you could never convince somebody you fired after 10 games to coach no. your defense. There's no way. I mean, the, he, he would have laughed in Jeff Lebby's face if he was asked to be the defensive coordinator there. Would have laughed at him. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to happen. Might end up at USC. The, the West Coast one, not the East it Coast could, one. Could, could, very, could very well. That would be a good spot for him, and also that would save Mississippi State some money. A lot of money. Maybe all of the money. Um if he were to end yeah. up uh if he were to end up there. If you get yes. good players. Yeah, I wanna, well it's like one of those things like we're paying you this, but we're mitigating that I don't know how that would work. It's like a vacuum, an inception. You don't want to deal with it. Somebody says if you get good players, coaches look good. Yes, that uh that does help. Another one. What a potluck of coaches from around the country. What does restaurant ordering look like? I don't know what that means. I, I think what he's saying is there are coaches on Mississippi State's staff. A couple of them are big big guys that when they go to a restaurant will. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, Le- Levy is going to love two brothers. I'll just put it that way. Another question. Why not keep Knox? There, he might possibly. I mean, you got to remember, Knox was not an on-the-field coach, so it's possible he'll stay on as a uh, 
you know, in a, in, a, in a staff role the same way he was before, but that hasn't been announced yet. How much will Will get? If you're talking about Rodgers, I don't – he's not going to be in the tier of quarterbacks that's going to command hundreds of thousands of dollars, I don't believe. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe, you know, uh, an ACC school has a quarterback leave that they weren't expecting and, and they – they try to go find somebody, but no, I, I don't think you're going to have him in the same plane as like a Cam Ward, who's going to get two commas and and what he gets paid to go somewhere, um, or whoever Auburn gets is going to get two commas because Auburn's that desperate. I don't think he's in that in that tier of portal guys. Look at I'm going to send you something. I'm going to send you something real quick. I want to get your your honest reaction to it. This is some new gear that's being sold uh, at some Mississippi State stores. I want I want to see what you think of it. If you want to, if you can put the picture online, please do. Text message or direct message? I, I said a direct message. Okay. Let's... I want to get, we're getting a live reaction here. What do you What do you think of that? It's not here yet. I sent it. Let's take it. So it said it failed to send. Hold on. There we go. What about now? Okay. Refreshing the page. Right. Come on, Elon. Get your Refreshing. Together. Great. Here it is. Great radio here. All right. Oh, no. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> uh, yes. Swag. I like it. I like it. Oh. Swag state gifts. 60 bucks for that thing, too. Wow. For a hoodie, that's not a bad price. But, but here, here's the thing. That's better if it says okay. state. It's just better. Well, look in, look in the look in the the state. Look in the the A. Look at the A. I see the A, but I mean, if it's just the script state, that's a better. It's just a better hoodie. It's just better. Uh, well, I mean, you can get those, but the, this is something new. So, so they're leaning into oh. the uh, swag of state. They're going to lean. They're they're leaning in. I think they're going to lean into the to to getting away from that state is this blue collar, you know, grind grit kind of thing going on, and they want state, people to have a perception of state as a cool place because I mean that's what they they they, they, they the offensive stuff. You know, they're talking about it's going to be put on the show. You know, you, you can't you can't say we're going to be throwing the ball all over the field and all this and, and still keep a blue collar kind of mentality. I don't think. Yeah. And, so that, that's where they're they're leaning because. I've seen people mention that before, that for for a while it felt like everything State did was this coach is a blue-collar person and it's just going to bring a blue-collar attitude. And they're, right. And hear us. We understand especially who this audience is and who builds up this country. We are not saying that blue-collar is bad. It is the backbone and the fabric of our nation in the state of Mississippi. Without blue-collar people, we have nothing. However, when you're talking about an athletic department, if that is the only thing you offer, if that is what your brand is, it does limit you in the the cool factor. And what right. what do eighteen year old you're kids trying to get like? kids? Yeah, exactly. Kid kids kids will work hard. They will work hard, but they don't want to be told they're going to have to work hard. Like when you get them in there and they're practicing, they'll work hard because they want to play. 
But you, if you're in there, if your whole thing is like, well, you got to come here and we, we like to work at Mississippi State. Well, no, we want to. You know, I, I talked about this when I went to Oxford for that game. That, like, what, regardless of what you think about it, Ole Miss has leaned into that party in the sip uh, yeah. concept, and it works. It works, and their fans have bought in, and their players have bought in, and that's what their experience is like. And if you want to say state's ripping them off, that's fine. Again, Ole Miss didn't invent partying, but that's what state needs a little bit of right now. They need a little bit of excitement and juice. I've been saying it for for, for weeks now, and that's where this campaign is. Looks like it's going to head. Yeah, like when you come here, it's because winning is fun, but fun is fun too. There's your statement of the day. Yeah, this is a good point. I think blue collar was less of a brand and more of a way to get people to buy into bleh hires. I, there's something to that, and I, not only bleh hires, but an idea of well, state doesn't need four and five star kids. They take those three star diamonds in the rough and they work hard, and that's how they get better. Well, I mean, yes, but I mean, as much as Dan Mullen did that, I'm sure Dan, if yeah, I could have given Dan Mullen a signing class like Alabama had, he would have taken it. Hundred times like, yeah, out of yeah, 100. I'll take those guys. I'll take Alabama's class, no problem. So I don't know why he sounds like Mickey Mouse there for a second, but yeah. And, and so, a lot of the great defensive players that State have, has had have been like high level recruits big, too. Fletcher Cox was a four star. Chris Jones was a five star. Jeff Simmons was a five star. You know. Yeah, interesting. Kind of the and you know when did this start? Was it Zach Selman? Is that when this really it started? started? It, it, it kind of no Selman. Selman this past you know few months has not really leaned into making big changes. I think now this is his first big change, and he is. It's going to be a big change. It's not just going to be a football coaching change. It's going to be a perception of the university. We're going to try to change how people perceive Mississippi State. Change. We got a handful of messages of varying degrees of Ole Miss didn't invent the party, but they perfected it. Nah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, that's whatever. Good. That's pretty good. Yeah, the um, the the branding and all that. I know a lot of people roll their eyes at it. You know, when when a team has new helmets, well, who cares what the kids want? It's not traditional. The, the kids care what the it kids is what want. the kids want. The ki- it's all about the recruiting. It's all about the recruiting. You can't recruit. You can't win. You cannot win with lesser players. I mean, I mean, Oregon football. Make fun of their uniform stuff all you want to. That that is a nothing program until they started. Players love it. Th- their brand was something mm-hmm. new every week. You're you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna look different, and you're going to. I mean, and Nike funded a lot of this, but Oregon football wasn't anything. They have no history of anything. Didn't they have the longest losing streak in college football history, or something like that? Oregon was a dumpster fire of a program. They, for a they were while. for a long time, yeah. Yeah, they were, for sure. And they built their brand around cool and new and different. And not everybody has to do that. People draw the comparisons to Alabama, right? Alabama never changes anything. Well, they win. But if Ohio State's not too good to try new things with uniforms and concepts and branding and stuff, then either are you. And look, and like Alabama, right? They don't want to make those changes. Their fans aren't demanding that either. Ohio State fans might, you know, might have originally been off of it, but now they like it. Alabama did a little tweak a few years ago, and their fans were like, "Never again." So you got to listen to your fan base in some ways. Yeah. 
But yes, if, if you're if if the players are saying we want this, then you got to go that way. For sure, and especially in this era, you had to inject something into football. I mean, there had to be something more than you know just try to win and develop. There there had to be a little bit extra. This is the era of marketing, right? NIL is technically supposed to be marketing. If you're not marketing, you're going to get left behind. Just kind of. The nature of uh, nature of the beast. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. We'll be right back. To the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Genteel. Genteelapparel.com's website. I've got their pants on right now. They are so comfortable, especially in one of these winter days in Mississippi where it's like kind of not cold but chilly in the morning and then it gets up to almost 80 in the afternoon. Didn't have to change clothes. I mean, just comfortable, good. Uh, it, it feels like I got nothing on. I know that's weird to say, but it does, man. I just am a, comfortable work pants right now. I am addicted to this hoodie. It looks great. I, you may never, you may never see me on this show without it again, unless we travel, you know, somewhere. But like, still, it's so comfortable. Gentealapparel.com yeah. is a website. G E N Tealapparel.com. They have a collegiate collection as well. Basketball season is here. The teams are good, guys. The teams are good. You're going to want to go see them play. If you're uh, going to the Pavilion tomorrow, if you're one of the lucky people that has a ticket, game is sold out. They're asking to wear red. There's red Ole Miss polos right there, genteelapparel.com. If you're going to the hump on Sunday, you got state script. You got the interlocking MSU right there. Again, genteelapparel.com. So Debbie asked if we were going to talk about the Saints today. Probably not, Debbie, because I don't want to cry uh, in sadness. Gross. Gross. But we do need to mention the game last night. Ton of Mississippi flavor. Uh, a really fun football game between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Uh, Cowboys came away with the win. Dak Prescott threw for 303 touchdowns. DK Metcalf caught 134 yards worth of passes in three touchdowns on just six receptions. And the funny thing, and so he's been getting fined lately for celebrations. So DK learned sign language. After he scored a touchdown last oh, night, no. he signed his celebration so he wouldn't get fined last night. Nice. Nice. That's good. That's good stuff. And I didn't know this. You That's probably did. Kobe Bryant learned French words so he could uh, smack talk to um, Tony Parker. Well, he he might not have had he might not have learned it just for that. I mean, you got to remember he grew up in Italy. Where they speak Italian. His dad played basketball there. So, like, well, I'm just saying, like, European kids speak all sorts of languages. Like, almost everybody over there is at least bilingual. And a lot of those, I mean, they just, they learn a bunch of languages. But that being said, from what I know of Kobe Bryant, the ultimate, you know, cerebral assassin, that guy, there is no links he wouldn't go to to get an edge. So if, if he had to learn French to talk smack to Tony Parker, yeah, I'll buy it. Sure. I saw, I'm just trying to picture him learning, like, what, what do they speak in Slovenia to talk it to Luka these days, you know? And, uh, learning Serbian. Uh, Jokic. Yeah. He's a Serbian. 
Jeez. What are they, they, they? Serbian is their language. That's a dumb question, I know, but I'm not a linguist. I believe expert. so. Yes. 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 I, I know a Serb. Would you like me to ask? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right, though. Does he speak it? Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, you know him too. Oh, I know, but I, I didn't know if he. You know, yeah. there are there are people. He, he, he speaks it. Yeah, like I like I yeah. know a Mexican guy does not speak Spanish at all. <laughs> really? Yes. Born in Mexico? Uh, parents were. And he doesn't speak he doesn't Spanish. Speak it. Gosh. I mean, he knows a few words, right? But he doesn't. He I can't t- have a conversation know, with mom and dad. I know two words of Arabic, and they're both insults. So can't yeah. say them on the air, though. That's good. I guess I could, because it's technically it's not English, but somebody might know what they meant. I can say stupid. I'll play that. I know how to say stupid in, yeah. in Arabic. You must stoop. That sounds like that means stupid. It does. Yeah. That's, whenever I would do something like like an idiot in my grandparents' house, you just hear my grandpa like must stoop. <laughs> like <laughs> your cousin probably heard that it. a lot, didn't he? Oh, he did all the time. Hey, Steven. Um, <laughs> on uh, on the Saints front, Debbie, I, I read a column today about how the, the Saints roster is too old, and that's why they're bad. And, you know, I, I love the people that cover the team. They work hard. They're really talented. Nick Underhill's building a monster down there, all that stuff. It wasn't him that wrote this, but... People are bending themselves into pretzels about the Saints to say anything but coach and coordinator are the problem. You're it's, right. Now it's, oh, the roster's too old. Or, oh, injuries. Oh, Derek Carr in the red zone. And all that stuff. There is one constant that has been on Dennis Allen coach teams, both in Oakland at the time, but they're the Vegas Raiders now. Now in New Orleans, and Pete Carmel, Pete Carmichael called offenses. Quarterbacks have changed, teams have changed, organizations have changed, and they still suck. Why is that? There's one constant, and it's like they're dancing around this. You can't criticize the Sean Payton disciple. That's frustrating to me. You you spent all offseason talking about how great this roster was, and then now you're telling me they're too old to win? Spare me. That's not their problem. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But I'll watch Sunday because I'm a glutton. For punishment, we will do They'll picks. find a way to win that one. Of course. Of, of course they will. Uh, I didn't know Dennis Allen and um, Dan Campbell were roommates at Texas A&M. Learned that today as, uh, as well. So... We'll do picks when we come back, and then Food Friday. 6018794395 is the text line. Don't go anywhere. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry. Poorly timed joke. Completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you on this Friday uh, before Championship Saturday, the last weekend in the, well, kind of the last weekend in the college football. I know it's not the regular season, but it's a schedule. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's Championship Saturday, week 14 in college football. Glad that you guys are with us. Appreciate you being here, as always. We got another announcement. We talked earlier about the the new Mississippi State staff coming together. We now know another one, and we're going to give you our picks as well for the College Football Fix. Driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Test drive one today. They've been the best-selling truck in America for as long as Brian Haydad has been alive. It rained today, so Richard's in the market for a new one when he gets back from his game in South Dakota. Hopefully he had the covered parking. He would have to... He would have to buy a new truck mid-trip if he drove that thing to South South Dakota. How long is that drive? He, he, well, I mean, think about to, to Omaha is like ten and a half. Oh. So, and I know, so like when we went to Omaha, I just because I didn't know, I was like, how far are we from Mount Rushmore? And it's like a five-hour drive. Wow. So, so yeah, about a, probably about a thirteen and a half, fourteen-hour drive. Yeah, he would, he would stop in Kansas and be like, LA. I need a new... What? Deion Sanders thought Mount Rushmore was in L.A. This happened like two weeks ago in a press conference, yeah. Sportsman of the year. <laughs> I saw somebody make the joke no. that uh, when Sports Illustrated named Deion Sanders Sportsman of the Year after going 4-8, and eight, Pat, Rody, uh, Pat Forty wrote the article and... That was AI. Anything Pat Forty, <laughs> so staying consistent. But yeah. So anyway, Mississippi Ford dealer test drive one this weekend. If, when you're not watching basketball or the championships, maybe uh, step away to go test drive an F one fifty. Christmas is coming up. Maybe you've got some big holiday plans for your sweetheart. An F one fifty will go a long way. Uh, to making him or her happy, been the best-selling truck in America for almost five decades. So, you know, if uh, if Dion at four and eight was co- was sports person of the year, was was Arnett runner-up? He's five and seven. Yeah, I, I, technically, I guess he was. I guess technically he was four and seven, but still. I mean, that's a better winning percentage. So why wasn't he in the? It run? is maybe he it got is. second. He should have been. He should have. Yeah. Honorable mention. Something like that. So, another addition to the Mississippi State staff. Yes, as we, I think we mentioned this a second ago, Matt Holachick is his name. I assume it's Holachick because his uh, his Twitter handle is Holachick Yourself. So, it must must be check and not keck there on the end there. Uh, he he comes to Mississippi State, like I said, from Oklahoma, uh, as we mentioned, or maybe didn't mention, but he he was at uh, at Ole Miss. Uh, with Levy as well as a grad assistant, so has been with him for a long time. He is the quarterbacks coach at Mississippi State. So the offensive staff now done. Holacek getting quarterbacks, Anthony Tucker, running backs, Chad Bumpus, wide receivers, Cody Kennedy, offensive line, John Cooper, tight ends. So there was, when this initially happened, there were some people, some fans talking about the possibility of hiring like a sitting offensive coordinator from somewhere else. That was always a far-fetched idea, and not because it's Mississippi State, but because no sitting OC that's calling plays is going to take a job under Jeff Levy to not call plays. 
It was right. always going to be somebody like this that would be the QB's coach and, and get a real opportunity to add a huge resume line for him. Right. Yeah, if, if Levy had come out Monday night and said, I probably won't call plays, then, then that opens the door for somebody like a Kendall Bryles or a, a true offensive coordinator. But because he is calling the plays, like you said there, why would an offensive coordinator come in and just be a quarterback's coach? Now, I mean, you get the money, I guess. You get the title. But offensive coordinators want to call plays. So, yes. This is this is the correct setup for Mississippi State. John at Oxford sends us a screenshot. It's uh, according to Google seven and seven hours and forty five minutes from Omaha to get to uh, huh. Mount Rushmore. In fairness, I don't really care. <laughs> it was five years ago that I looked that up, man. You know, forgive me for not remembering. Am I a bad American for having no interest in going to Mount Rushmore? I mean, it's just dudes' faces carved into a mountain. I know they're very important dudes, here's, but I mean, here's what I would tell you about that. Here's what I would tell you about that. Like, if they could invent a machine where I could jump in the machine and then be at Mount Rushmore, look at it for five minutes, and then get back in the machine and be back home, I would totally go to Mount Rushmore. Yeah, but going to South Dakota. And then spending the whole day there. No, I, you can't. I, I don't think you're a bad American for that. It's essentially kind of like the Grand Canyon. Artwork. If I could just see the Grand Canyon for five minutes, sure, that would be awesome. But I don't want to go out, drive all the way out there, and then have to do whatever you have to do to get. I don't want to do that. Plus, you got to pay. That's the one thing I don't like about the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is a natural formation, right? Man played very little role in, in that, you know. So, but I got to pay you like fifty bucks. To look at it. It's not even interactive. I just get to look. You don't want to ride a donkey down to the bottom? I don't want to ride a donkey ever. Don't under do no that? circumstances that do I want to I'm sure they do, but I am not much for that. I don't want to I don't want to ride a burro. Yeah, if I'm gonna do like American stuff, I, I want to see like Revolutionary War battlefields and things like that. That's yeah. or uh, I mean I, I've heard Going to Normandy is is a surreal experience. Oh, yeah. That's something that I want cool. to do. Going to see a mountain carving is just not really high up there. See, I would go. I would do it. I would see it. But that's all. I just want to see it for like five minutes and then go on with my life. And then you can't do that. You know. <laughs> Maybe one day when I'm rich and I have a helicopter, I could do it. I don't know. Let's do some picks. So tonight you've got two college football games, actually. New Mexico State and Liberty live from Lynchburg, Virginia, 6 o'clock on the CBS Sports Network. If you feel like watching that for an hour before the Pac-12 championship begins, be my guest. And like like the Pac-12 deserves, I'm sure the crowd is going to be very nice there in Vegas, but on a Friday night at 6 o'clock Central, you can get into the game for less than what mine and James's Mexican food is going to cost tonight. For the final Pac-12 game featuring the number three team in the country versus the number five team in the country. Much more expensive to go to a show in Vegas than it is to go to the Pac-12 championship game. $32 will get you in the door to that one. Ten times more if you want to go to the game in Atlanta. Oregon's a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Big, big line. Do they cover it? What is it again? What's the line? Nine One more time. Nine and a half. Nine times. I think it's gonna be very tight. Very tight game. So I'll I'll take those points if I'm if I'm if I'm being honest. I'll take the points. I think Oregon wins, but I think it's a very close game. Yeah, very fun and creative offenses. Now Washington's been struggling a little bit on that side of the ball lately, but fun, creative offense should be a really enjoyable game. 
tonight. If you got yeah. nothing going on, ABC, 7 o'clock tonight, the Pac-12 Championship. Uh, it's a win and you're in game. Whoever wins this game will make the playoff. You can guarantee that. Washington, if they win, they're in. Oregon, if they win, they are in. 11 a.m. tomorrow, we'll skip the uh, MAC championship, with all due respect to Toledo and Miami. Oklahoma State, Texas, 15 points in favor of the Horns. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the points again. I, you know, again, I don't know that Oklahoma State's gonna win. That's a ton of points for Oklahoma State's a pretty good team. Texas struggled at times this year. They lost Oklahoma. Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's at the point, 15 and a half is almost like the point where I would take them regardless of just about anything. Yeah. That's a lot of points. 35 21 covers. So yeah, give me the points. I think we're going to differ a little bit this weekend. I think Texas in a, uh, in a bloodbath, like 42 17, something crazy like that. We already Ooh. know your pick, but give it again. Georgia minus five hosting Alabama and Atlanta. 230 CBS for the final time. Yeah, never mind taking the points. Take the money line. I, I, I would take Alabama to win this game straight up. I just believe in the Crimson Tide here for some reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that Georgia really hasn't been tested this year. But I, I think Alabama's got this game. I will, I will be wrong. If I'm wrong, you'll hear about it on Monday. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with being wrong. Uh, I, I used to really enjoy Colin Cowherd. I know he's a shell of himself now, but uh, in his first book he talked about your audience doesn't punish you for being wrong. They punish you for being boring, so don't be afraid to be wrong. That's all you're doing. It's good advice from Cowherd. And uh, now I, I never want to read another thing that he writes. But anyway, uh, real quick, yeah. SMU Tulane. Tulane minus three. Weird line with SMU's quarterback being out. Willie Fritz off to Houston yeah. after this one. Yeah, Tulane gets this one, though. They get it pretty easily. I mean, again, they only have to win by a touchdown. Quickly, Michigan minus 22 against Iowa and Indianapolis. I think Iowa covers. Really? Yeah, I think 21 nothing would cover. Iowa is really, really good defensively. Who's Michigan? Well, why am I so impressed with Michigan? What have they done this year? Nothing. Some of the text line says, not cheaters. trying to be smart, but how can you say with all due respect and skip them? That's They deserve respect, but I'm skipping them anyway. That's, you know, with all due respect. That's what all like, due respect means. Yeah. With all due respect. We're not going to pick that one. We don't care. Twenty-four, uh, nothing, Michigan. You've got ten seconds. Florida State minus one and a half. Cardinals. Knowles. We differ on all of these. We'll be right back for a food Friday. Stock Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Porky and Haydad with you. We got this message before we dive into Food Friday that says Bama, Louisville, Oklahoma State, Iowa. Moneyline parlay, 100 bucks gets you $167,000. Shoot your shot, man. Do it. Also, next time, just Venmo me that 100 bucks. I mean, it's if it's all the same to you, which it, it will be all the same to you, you'll be out 100 bucks. So just send it my way and I'll do something with it. He might, he might win. 
If you do, please send us that slip. We'll have a party for you. Yeah, send us the slip. We want to. Yeah, we definitely want to see the uh, the action. Yeah, yeah. We um, right. we got we, we've gotten this message a couple of times. Um, of course, we are very happy for Dak Prescott's girlfriend expecting a child and him being very happy about it. I just don't know how much of that we're going to analyze on this show. We appreciate you, you know, being a part and sending things our way, but, you know, happy for Dak. He's going to be a great dad, of course, but I don't know if that's something that we're yeah. really going to tackle uh, very much on uh, on this show. That's just kind of, you know, his business. And, I, of course, we're happy for him, but anyway. It is time now, though, for Food Friday, presented by Polk's and our friends at Polk's Meat. Uh, the, the most fun we have on this show usually you know, sometimes we, we get a really good sports day, but most of the time it's the off-topic stuff, most especially talking about what we're doing behind the grill. Food Friday presented by Polk's. If you're going to your grocery store and you want to buy a Mississippi product, and if you're driving from Jackson to Hattiesburg, you drive right past the Polk's headquarters right there uh, in small-town Mississippi. Great people, the best product. And if your meat department doesn't have it, just tell them there. They will get it for you. I've done that myself Picky people pick Polk's, my friends, and it is a Mississippi company that makes the best product on the shelf. Food Friday, presented by Polk's. Brian, hey, Dad, you are cooking what this weekend? Uh, It's supposed to be nasty weather this weekend. I cooked so much last weekend. I'm making it easy on myself. It's lasagna time. It's been a while. We haven't done it in a while. Uh, Plus, I I have a friend who every year for my birthday bakes me something delicious. And uh, so she's coming over to the house on uh, Saturday to bring me. I, I got some white chocolate blondies she break, she baked. So looking forward to that. But we're going to have lasagna. It's lasagna week here on the uh, here at the Haydad household. So there we go. Yeah. I'm uh, it easy. I'm and glad he's. It's like the last two times I've said lasagna, Richard hasn't been here. That is true. And, and honestly, okay. I'm going to say this, and it's blasphemy. It's fine on the smoker. It does add a little flavor. Doesn't really, it doesn't really change anything. I just don't want that. It just doesn't change that. much. If you smoke the meat that you use in the lasagna first, maybe that changes things. But, like, assembling it and then popping that on the smoker, you get a little yeah. something on the top, but it, it doesn't really change Yeah, much. no, I'm not, just, not, just not interested. I am uh, really going to disappoint this segment. I am uh, not cooking anything. Tonight, uh, little guy and I are going to Mexican. Nah, Tomorrow, I am doing something. I, I, I It's really stupid, and I know it's like the right thing to do, but one of my best friends in the world is getting engaged this weekend, and they're having a party for him tomorrow night, and I'm going to it in mm-hmm. Nashville. So I am getting in the car. Yeah. And I will be gone for 24 hours. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. I will come back Sunday morning. And 12 of the 24 hours I will be gone will be behind the wheel of a car for a freaking engagement party. I feel dumb saying it out loud. I love this person to death, and so I'm going to do it because he would do the same for me. But, man, I'm going to get, like, two hours into the drive and, like, pass the Batesville exit and realize that I have four more hours to go before I get to Nashville and regret that decision as I'm listening to the SEC championship on the radio on my way there. So I'm not cooking anything because I will be driving all weekend like an idiot. So are you? this is an engagement party. Is it like a, they got a buffet and all that? I don't know. It's at uh, Hall's Chop House, I think, is what it was called. 
Okay, that's a good restaurant, though. It is. They better be paying for it. If I'm driving all that way, buddy, you better pick up the check. I'm kidding. I'm not like that. But, uh, yeah, that's what's what I'm doing, and I'm going to regret it. And it's <laughs> – so I'm not cooking anything, long story short. There you go. That's all right. It's okay. It's okay not to cook every now and then. It's okay. Last week – I got up at 5.30 in the morning, and I cooked until 2.30 in the afternoon. All right, I did turkey, I did pork, I had Brussels sprouts and mashed potatoes and everything else, and my wife was cooking. I mean, it was just nonstop. It's okay to take a weekend and make it a little easy on yourself, right? True. It's okay to pick up a bucket of chicken every now and then. You know? I mean, even our friend Debbie is not cooking anything this weekend. If she's not cooking yeah, this says- weekend, then I'm safe. Yes. Yes. Correct. Somebody said drive to That's Chicago a good point. You should fly look. to Nashville? You can do that, and it's not that expensive, and it's a, like a 15-minute flight. I looked into that last year for media days. I did look into it. But then i got to get from you know, the airport about, to the hotel to the place to the airport again. Yeah, but how much is an Uber? How much can an Uber be? Yeah, true. Is it too late no, for that? And everything else. I bet not. That's such a small airport. They run flights to Nashville every day. You should, You should. when you get off the show here, you should give it a look. I need to do so. that. Wow. This guy's grilling thir- burgers for 30 tonight at his hunting club. Ooh. Outstanding. Sounds like a lot Raised of Raised oxtails. we got some good people doing some stuff. Mike is having veal piccata with roasted Brussels sprouts and hot bacon dressing. Very good. Very good. Big pot of sausage and chicken and jambalaya and a pan of red lobster cheddar bay biscuits. Yeah. That sausage better be polks, my friend. Cajun, garlic and green onion, the original, all three are perfect in in what you are uh, what you're cooking there. Yeah. Round Round trip trip to Nashville is like $120. How much are you gonna spend on gas in that big old truck of yours? Well, it's close, right? It's not a big truck. What do you drive? Uh, Honda Ridgeline. That's a big truck for gas. There's that's just so filling that thing up is how much? Like fifty, and I'll have and to fill, fill it, it twice, up at twice at least, right? Yeah. So I mean, you might as well fly. <laughs> you might as well. Same price. Man, I didn't think of that. It would be even better if I could quick turnaround too, go to the party, and then fly back like on a red eye, and you know, at like midnight or something. My my friend just texted texted the show. She says I'm making blondies for my friend's birthday. Yes, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. She makes normally she gets me a cheesecake, and uh, her cheesecakes are awesome. But I wanted to change it up this year. So seared backstrap. From earlier this week on the Blackstone, oh. like my na- my like my last name was Cross Seared and Duck Fat. Thanks, Hey Dad. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, hunting season is oh, great well, when you've got friends that hunt. I don't. I'm not a big hunter. Mm. Now, I I'm not against it. I'm not one of those people. I I don't hunt myself, but go do it. Have at it. it it's a great thing. All that. I don't like getting up at 4 a.m. Or at 3 a.m. to sit in a stand and 
see nothing and freeze my you-know-what off. I'd much rather sleep until 6 and wake up and like watch sports all day. That's just kind of mine and my dad's thing. We were sports guys. But having friends that are willing to go wake up at 4 a.m. to sit in a stand to maybe see something is really beneficial when they finally see something and shoot that something and give me some of the meat that came off of that something. That That's, that's mm-hmm. the... the the, the great benefit of hunting is not doing it yourself. It's knowing people that go do it so they will feed you. Yeah. Our buddy Nathan got him a brand-new Traeger for an early Christmas gift, so I expect to see some great food picks from Nathan and Newton over the next few months. I can't wait to get one of those. Yeah. Oh, Jim and Hernando, uh, he said, what kind of chicken? Fried chicken. <laughs> get you a bucket of fried chicken. Richard just like shrivels up into a little ball when you say that. I don't know why. It's he, funny. It's, he, he does. You know, it's fried chicken. It tastes right. Tastes good. It's fried chicken. His humor and ours doesn't really line up that often. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yesterday we were doing our call and I could tell Borky was at Home Depot. And I was like, I got to go to Home Depot. Might go to Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if I have time. And, and, and Richard's like, What are y'all doing? Somebody said, you drive a Honda truck. We know you don't hunt. I would love to have an F-150. This was a... Uh... <laughs> That's a great roast. My God. They torched you right there. That was it. Uh, no, I had a I had a, a big SUV that just fell, just completely fell apart. Totally fell apart. Uh, it was a Tahoe that I've had for years and years and years, and it fell apart. And uh, my dad got an F-150, like you should at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. And uh, I sold my Tahoe and bought this from him. And so that's why I'm driving this this truck. Thank you for that roast. Uh, my next one will be an F-150 uh, when uh, the wheels fall off of this one. So uh, anyway, there you go. Food Friday presented by Polks. We'll keep talking about this if the messages keep coming in. When we come back at Sports Talk Mississippi, also got to bring up hoops as well. Big game in the pavilion tomorrow. Stick with us. we got another half an hour left. Junction in the Grove and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Porky and Haydad with you on this Saturday. Friday. Did I just I say wish Saturday? It was Saturday? If you and I, you and I are doing a show on a Saturday, some, somebody got fired. <sighs> Kiffin gets fired on a Saturday, we'll do a show. Yeah, what? what is wrong we'll, with we'll, me? We'll get in the studio. Yeah. See, this is why... What you, is wrong with me today? I know. This is why you bring stuff up on the radio, though. Borky, I'll be sure to send you some snack sticks when I get my deer processed. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, that, I need to start just like, hey, I need uh, some damage on the side of my house repaired. Anybody Anybody want to help me out? That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. Oh, uh, man, I'm kidding. No, I'm going to do it myself. I've been Googling, uh, like, the siding. I, I don't know what it's called. I'm going to sound kind of stupid, but when, when your roof ends in like that little strip of wood, when your roof ends right underneath the, the edge of, of your roof of your house, little strip of wood. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. But I've got wear and tear on like that the, little strip all like around. Like the eave? 
I guess. Leaves? Yeah. And so I'm I'm going to do all that myself. I mean, it's not difficult, but I, I've been uh, on the Google machine. I've got my saw ready. i got the right paint and all that. And so that's the next project in the uh, in the old Borky house. Um, I'm putting off Christmas decorations. Those have stayed in the attic to, to do this first, which I feel like a Scrooge a little bit because everybody else in the neighborhood is putting their Christmas stuff up, but... It just became December. If I'm a few days behind, I don't feel too bad. No, I'd be fine. We're not a very Halloween neighborhood, but we're a Christmas neighborhood, as I've learned. Like Halloween was the yeah. worst. Everybody had their lights off. Like just a bunch of losers in my neighborhood. Christmas time, though, it's like we're going all out. And I don't know where that came from. We have no HOA or anything to tell us to do anything. But Halloween, we just shut down. I was really disappointed. Not in Christmas, though. Chase from Columbus says he owes us a box of jalapeno cheddar sausage for letting him buy Humbug playoff expansion. Yes, that's correct, Chase. You do owe us that. And uh, you could just make it happen. We'll, I, I, I don't live that far away from you, Chase, so we can we can easily arrange a meetup. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're getting four the different answers. We're, we've gotten four different fascia. answers of what that's called. Yeah. The shingle strip is another one? Yeah. Minor All falling apart. stuff going on there. Yeah. No uh, no doubt. 6018794395 is the text line. So hoops this weekend. Not so uh, exciting in Starkville because it's Southern. And with all due respect, there's that phrase again, to uh, to Southern. They're 1-6. They're Their one win, I believe, is over um, UNLV. I think is their one win. They have losses to TCU, among others, kind of limping into this one. They played at Arizona. Really difficult schedule yeah. for Southern and, going yeah, into they this play, one. They've played, you just mentioned Arizona, who's uh, ranked second nationally. They've also played number 24, Illinois, and number three, Marquette, thus far. Jeez. Bless them. So, They'll yeah, you know, you can, on Sunday. Yeah, you can get by. You can understand why. They started off 1 0, they've lost their last six. Uh, but in the pavilion, different story. Sold out, and you know, I said at the very beginning of the show, probably an entirely new audience. Now it does, for whatever this phrase can mean in Game Seven of a basketball season, it does feel like they got kind of a free shot tomorrow. You know, it's it, there's seven games into a new coach. You just got Cisse eligible after what sounds like an appeal, after an initial mm-hmm. denial from the NCAA. Who knows how useful he can be initially. You know, ramping up to play and conditioning and whatnot, we'll see. But this is a really good Memphis team. It's a really good Memphis team. And look, if you win, maybe the conversation's different. But I don't think this is supposed to be a really good Ole Miss team, if that makes sense. And so you're coming off of of a high with a really nice win and playing really well on Tuesday. You're going to have a massive crowd. Losing this game doesn't do anything negative at all. I mean, it's it's basketball. You lose games anyway. But again, really good Memphis team. See how you stack up with a team that's very likely going to be comfortably in the NCAA tournament. Take a shot and see what happens. They should play really relaxed. Now they've got to play intense and active defense for 40 minutes if they're going to beat Memphis. But I don't know. I think there's uh, what's more interesting to me is how already seven games into this tenure, you've got a fan base that was totally checked out on basketball that is already locked all the way back into the point where they're selling out a game in December. That doesn't happen 
there hadn't happened at no. Ole Miss recently. No, that that that's that that win on Tuesday really set the tone for, for a for a big crowd in Oxford this weekend. If they if they had, if that game was reversed, if you if NC State comes in there and just blows Ole Miss out, everybody's like, okay, you know, we've been playing with fire for a few weeks here, and now it caught up with us, and but now there's real excitement. You know, and and I think yeah, I think I agree with you. I think there will be, will be a pretty good crowd in in Oxford. I think there'll be a good crowd in Starkville too. I think even with the loss, you know, I think people still believe in Chris Jans and buy into everything he's selling. They had a great crowd. You think about you know one o'clock on a Friday afternoon last week uh, when State played Nickel State. Good crowd, really pretty full hump. So yeah, I think I think we're in, I think like we've been saying it for the past few weeks. Basketball is is alive here in the state of Mississippi this year at both schools. And this, this, what's going on is another reminder that when the very occasional, we don't get it very often, it's a small percentage, and we shouldn't address the minority when it comes to stuff like this all the time, but we do have people that will, when basketball isn't going well, we'll say things like, take all of the NIL money out of basketball, take all the money out of basketball and invest it in baseball. Saturday in Oxford mm-hmm. is exactly why you don't do that. It's exactly why you don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that basketball is a sport that makes money. That too. And other sports, baseball, for the most part, doesn't. It might make some money at, at Ole Miss and State, but not the money basketball makes. So, yeah. I, 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 yeah. People who say that, I, I, just, I always get the people who are like, you know, just wait till baseball, wait till baseball. Like, you know, you can be good in both. Yeah. You can, you can do both. You don't have to be. But you don't have to pick one sport to be good in and just be good at it. You can be good in every sport if you if you try hard enough. Have enough money. We're still getting uh, corrections on what that board is called that I need to replace all around the outside of my house, and uh, there's still. So we, we got a diagram here. Yeah. So the first this text here from six six two. Where on the thing is is are we talking about here? It, it's so it's not the soffit. It's it's the other one. Okay, so it's the fascia. Yeah, that that's that's okay, the board the that I need to go around and replace all around the outside of my house. That one. There you go. All right, and we got, and we got our betting slip here. He couldn't get the 167k parlay, but he he does have a hundred dollar bet for forty seven for a forty seven thousand dollar payout. So we are pulling for Bama, Louisville, Oklahoma. We're pulling for four upsets. We got four upsets. Our guy. Is sitting on basically fifty k. So if Oklahoma, because the the app he's using, mm-hmm. there's the cash out option. Yeah, and what's the last game? Is Big Ten right? If the first three win, he'll get like he'll get offered like twenty k to cash, cash out. out. I would tell you, take it take it at that point. If Oklahoma State don't, wins, don't put your don't put your faith in Iowa. Don't do it. If Oklahoma State wins, yeah, you get a few hundred bucks cash out. Yeah, do it. What day are the basketball polls uh, released? I believe it's Monday of every week, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Monday of every week. So uh, Mississippi yeah. State's loss is not factored uh, in yet, and uh, Ole Miss right. did receive a few votes um, before their NC State win. Not many, but I think it was two or three, um, and, and that's not factored in yet either. Now they won't be ranked if they lose on Saturday. If they do, they will be, or if they win, they they will be. Which is crazy yeah. to say out loud, but 
Yeah. Again, this is a really good Memphis team. So, Penny finally figured it out after some early drama. Yeah. We got another submission yeah. of a different phrase that is be- that this board is being called. You guys are cracking me up right now. How fast can we start talking about baseball? We will when it comes time, Dwayne. But as I said before, I mean, if the basketball teams are going to be like this, then then you guys, maybe not you, but the audience is going to want to hear basketball, man. And so we're going to lock in on that as long as they keep baseball, playing. Baseball, well. we'll, st- we'll start. We'll start doing baseball stuff in January. We'll start doing previews and things of that nature. And then when the games start, the games start. But we're going to start. Talk- we're going to talk about basketball for the next. I mean. The next month, we have signing day. We have State trying to finish up their coaching staff. We have Ole Miss's bowl game. We have basketball. We got plenty. Of it. And we got the NFL still. Yeah. We got plenty to talk about. So Yeah, and we, we get this. Uh, Memphis is only a one-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah. I mean, the, the yeah. oddsmakers must have liked what they've seen. And, and they nailed the Ole Miss game on Tuesday, by the way. Nailed that one. Yeah. And and they expect yeah. a really close one uh, tomorrow. And, and the home court in basketball – Really matters. I mean, I don't know what it is about basketball, but home court impacts basketball. I swear, this is just like I'm just saying this based on feeling. I'm sure the numbers would tell you something else, but I swear, basketball home court matters more than any other sport. But mm-hmm. uh, oh, I, I agree because because the fans are just so close to everything. Yeah, six year one eight seven nine forty three ninety five fascia is how it's pronounced. Hey, Dad, learn something new every day. Every day. Thank you, guys. We got one more segment, though. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. What happened? What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Borky, he's hey dad. On this Friday, it's Friday. Actually, not Saturday. Not getting ahead of myself here. Appreciate you guys being with us, as you always are. By three o'clock Monday, we will know who is in the college football playoff. We'll know all the bowl destinations. We'll have some hoops to talk about as well. It'll be a heavy, heavy reaction Monday. Looking forward to talking about all of that with you. And as the college football world turns, Monday is actually when the transfer portal officially opens, and so things are really going to start heating up when it comes to getting players for uh, for your team. So uh, looking forward to that on Monday. You got any final thoughts, though, as the championship Saturday is uh, about to begin? Or weekend, sad. I should say. It's sad. We, we spend all year waiting on college football, and this is we're wrapping things up. We've got it in the box. We've got the gift wrapping paper out. We just got to put a bow on everything. Uh, but we've still got some great games left to be played, and I'm looking forward to it. I am as well. We got the news from Greg Sankey today, by the way, for what it's worth, that the SEC championship is going to remain in Atlanta until at least 2031. Do you have any thoughts or feelings on that? Forever. Forever. It's never really. Until somebody builds a stadium that rivals the Mercedes-Benz uh, arena there, 
I mean, like, it just doesn't make any sense, right? Now, is the Big 12 going to stay in Arlington, you know, because with Texas out, is there really that much interest? Maybe they move it to, like, Kansas City or something, but then, you know, you don't have a an indoor arena. But, I mean, Jerry World is the only arena that can compete. So... I don't know how many venues you could even do it. I am always a big fan of moving stuff like that around. But how many places mm-hmm. could you... I mean, Nashville, after they build the stadium, could be a place. Dome yeah. State. Because they want to play yeah. these championship games in domes. Don't, don't let anybody at North tell you otherwise. The Penn State-Michigan State to, game told you all you needed to know about how they really Everybody feel about outdoor football. Yeah. Surprising the ACC doesn't play in like a more warm weather place. I mean, Charlotte can be cold sometimes. I don't. I think the weather there is okay this weekend. But like, they're like, why don't they play it in Miami? It's a good question. I guess maybe not centrally located. Would be I guess, the answer. but I mean, is is Georgia centrally located? It's as far almost as far east as you can go in the SEC. It's not. Yeah, we get this you know, like New Orleans would be the central choice. New Orleans, I mean, I guess they could do it in Dallas for the sake of the media market size and, and what... Uh, what but that's not central either, yeah. So That's as far west as you can get, basically. So. I'm still getting roasted for my vehicle on the text line. Somebody said if he runs into me tonight... I a 2010 Toyota Corolla. No, no, don't feel bad. Yeah, guy says if he runs into me tonight because uh, he and uh, his family are going to get Mexican in my town tonight, and if he sees me, he'd buy me a beer. But since I drive what I drive, maybe a daiquiri would be more my speed. <laughs> it's your claw. <laughs> it's a little seltzer action. Oh, my A white gosh. claw. Yeah, that's that's not very nice, but also really, really funny. We're getting a lot of texts about moving the SEC championship game to Jackson. Uh, no, I wouldn't be surprised if Nashville makes a push. Once the stadium's done to to start, you know, being a thorn in Greg Sankey's side about, hey, let's be honest, Greg, Nashville's a lot more fun than Atlanta, and we got a brand new stadium. They don't. Theirs is nice, but ours is brand new, Greg. It's brand new. Yeah. And Nashville's way better. I would be down. I don't hate Atlanta though. I know people hate on Atlanta, but it you can have fun there. You just can't have as much like free flowing, do whatever, walk wherever fun as you can in Nashville. If that makes sense, right? You don't want to get lost. No, it makes there. total sense. Yeah. So anyway, somebody says the Liberty Bowl would be centrally located. They're nice. Uh, they're oh, getting a God, nice stop. renovation. Yeah, but still. No, no law with uh, no laws when you're drinking claws. That's right. It's true. No, that, Duane, that is the truth of the matter. No, Dwayne, you don't need to buy me a bourbon because uh, a- anytime I go to a Mexican restaurant, it is Dos Equis. Have to. I don't drink it anywhere else but within the confines of a Mexican restaurant. And it just fits. It's perfect. It's like a Sapporo when you're getting hibachi. Like I, I, won't, I wouldn't yes. buy it anywhere else, but that's the one thing i got to have when I go to hibachi. Once you go to a like a sports bar and order a Sapporo, no. But at Hibachi, it makes sense. Could you imagine it like if you went to a bar with your buddy and he ordered one of those next yeah. to you? Miller Lite, Miller Lite, Miller Lite. Can I get a Sapporo? 
Like, what? <laughs> That's a fantastic uh, thought. I had fun today. Hope you guys did as well. Enjoy your football and basketball this weekend. We'll be back Monday to react to it all. For Richard, who's calling football in South Dakota this weekend, and Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, y'all have fun. Be safe. We'll see you on Monday at 3. Y'all have a good weekend. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.